the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Sibson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast. We bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do, Jake? Well, we use those stories as inspiration for long-form improvised comedic scenes. That's right. Uh, today we have two very special special guests, both returning to the show. Um, uh, from Harold Knight, Leroy, <laughs> and Sunday Hoops. Playing basketball with me every Sunday. We haven't done it in two months. Uh, it's Josh Breckis. Oh, hello. I thought you forgot my name and just thought it was Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't? Uh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I have a trouble. I have trouble remembering another Josh. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Uh, um, well, welcome back aboard. Yeah, welcome uh, back. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I can't thank wait till you. we can play basketball. Oh. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> uh, uh, our second guest, uh, also returning, although it's been a minute. Uh, yeah. uh, my teammate on Teacher's Lounge, uh, formerly of Bucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I missing? <laughs> um, <clears throat> squadron at UCB. That's right. Uh, squadron. We'll talk about that in a second, too. Uh, Frank Garcia-Hell. Welcome, Frank. Hello. Thanks for having uh, me back. Hey, Frank. Have I probably on. have the record for the the worst person canceling last minute on this show ever. <laughs> you know, uh, you're not alone in the last minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't even really, bringing it up, Frank. I, I, mm-hmm. I had some kind of weird, weird bad luck with every time you booked me on this show, something terrible would happen or something would come up where I'd have to be like, I'm sorry, I got to cancel. And I felt like a dick the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry it's okay frank uh i'm glad we got you on man uh yeah, me too. Playing with you. it only um, took a pandemic yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is a little harder to get out of stuff not saying that's how we got you but it is <laughs> like people are like hey do, can you do this or that it's like I'm busy. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I have two podcasts and I've had people just flat out being like, no, because <laughs> I think some yeah. people just don't feel like doing anything, you know, it's almost, yeah. I kind of get that. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the wild west. You're going to do whatever you want. I think. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't want to. What are you going to do? Challenge my mental health right now. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still. I've I, I put it out there. I've I've got a great audio setup. I'm I'm willing to guest on podcasts. Um, <laughs> no asks yet, but one day, one day. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, um. I guess let's do a little check. I was gonna, I was gonna perhaps talk about anything going on, but I feel like this last week for me has mostly been like, um. I guess I've been figuring out some stuff I already should have been. Figuring out like how to use my recording equipment and I've been making a video, which has been taking over my life. Um, but we we're talking a little bit before we turned on the mics, but what's the story of this last week for you, you all in, in quarantine? Any big plans? Anything you're looking forward to? I'm sorry to keep going back to the quarantine, dear listeners. I know you probably come here for escapism, <laughs> but 
What the hell? It, it, it'd be it'd be wild if you didn't address it. Yeah, yeah. And we just were like, oh yeah, I can't wait to go to. I'm going to Greece in a week. And it's just like no. Yeah, there's a giant foam party happening there, and I can't wait to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, a foam party is the worst. Would be the worst place. What if that was like what people were like? I really, really miss foam parties, and I can't wait <laughs> till this is all done so I can go back to foam parties. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where you can go to a good foam party pre-quarantine. I can't even. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what a good foam party looks like. Uh, yeah. What, what What's happening to the mom and pop foam party shops? You know? what's, yeah. How are they doing during this? <laughs> the foam business is in the toilet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> super sad foam commercials where the foam is just disintegrating. I'm brewing my own beer in the quarantine. Oh, really? yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's like a waiting activity, though. That's not. Yeah, it's kind of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, brew day was real fun, and now I got a month to let it ferment, uh, <laughs> ferment, and carbonate. Yeah, but that's at least something oh, to like knock off the old list. What sure, kind yeah. of what kind of beers are you got? I got. I just I'm brewing an amber ale right now. Damn. That was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, and I'm look. I'm like getting really into it, and I'm realizing like if I really want to do this, I got to sink a thousand dollars into to get like a fridge and a keg and all that stuff. So I got to decide if I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. How much do you get out of one batch? Forty-eight beers. Forty-eight beers. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. So you could catch up. You could maybe get to the point where you're saving money on that. Yeah. 40 yeah. beers and amber ale at a bar is like six bucks in LA at least. Yeah. I got yeah. this dingy garage. Can't do that I can, math. <laughs> I, can, I can make it into like a, uh, a brewery and get shut down by the cops. Uh, what about you, Frank? You got any, uh, any quarantine activities? My days. Yeah. My days are spent trying to keep a toddler happy. Um, <laughs> it's impossible. Cause you know, uh, she was so used to going into the playground and we, we've had to figure out ways of, um, <clears throat> we've had to go to parks, but we have to like, if make sure there's like nobody there, we have to go at different times and stuff. And yesterday we went to Griffith park, which, uh, cause a friend was like, Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's fine and stuff. And there were so many people there. We were able to find a spot where it wasn't close to anyone, but it's so terrifying because I'm the type of person who's like, I just want to stay in. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I just yeah. don't want to deal with anything uh, if I don't have to. But we've had to be very creative and figure out, like, how do we keep her happy? Because she has to go out, obviously, uh, but then also be safe at the same time. So it's been a real. Yeah, um, yeah you can't explain to a toddler that barely talks like, hey, sorry, there's a pandemic going on. You can't have fun. You know, yeah. yeah, we bought so much stuff off of online, like between us and our grandparents and her grandparents, um, just buying her like we have a little ball pit for her, uh, <laughs> like a little slide, all this shit that we we bought just so that like, I don't know, we're trying to figure it out. You know, like, <laughs> how, how do you yeah. keep them occupied? Uh, it's impossible. Yeah, that's a hard wow. age to keep occupied, even with an open world. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much so. Uh, there's a um, mother and a uh, little boy 
who I guess uh, live like on my street and uh, I like went out the front of my building and we have steps in the front of my building and he was like climbing up and down them and stuff like that. And she was like, sorry, this has become our playground. Uh, (laughs) I've seen her with him like multiple mornings where it was just like, the playground is the neighbor's steps. Uh, (laughs) There've been many times I'm like, I just want to explain to my daughter just being like, sorry, daddy's not that successful and we can't have a backyard. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my driving goal in life is to get my dog a backyard. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which I think I'm going to get some sod. There's like an eight by five foot patch that I'm about to make. And don't worry about it. But that's one of my <laughs> just, little activities. You instantly turn into a dad. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to get some sod. Really? <laughs> make that a t-shirt. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I tried. I went to Home Depot and they were out. <laughs> uh, my dog does it, like, I hate when people are like comparing kids to dogs, but uh my dog we have a park right by our house and it like always tries to go in but the fence is locked and like the dog just looks at me like what come on like (laughs) like, let's go in and yesterday i just let he can fit through the thing so i just let him through and i climbed it (laughs) we were just in a chained off park it's just lawn i don't think there's anything that bad about it i think they just don't want a bunch of people in there yeah but i mean yeah I got in and I was the only, it couldn't have been safer. <laughs> I don't, I don't nah. mind when people compare uh, their pets to children because uh, especially dogs, because they're a lot of responsibility and you have <laughs> to, uh, you know, you have to um, base your life around their schedule as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it really is like prepping for a child. Yeah. So I never get offended when people, you know, compare their pets to children as somebody with a child. I'm like, yeah, I've had pets, too. I know. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of work, you know, (laughs) nowhere near the amount of work as a kid. But still, it's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) And you can you can fuck up more if it's a dog. (laughs) You know, it's just like, well, it doesn't have to really learn anything. You know. Yeah, if your dog dies, people are like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on how the dog dies, though, like if you're Mike Huckabee's son, then that's a different story. But, you know, <laughs> was he the one that did? No, Romney's tied him, tied the dog to the roof. What did no, Huckabee's that was son Huckabee's son. Oh, really? Uh, I thought yeah. it was the Romney's. My, my uncle one time told we were just having a nice conversation and he just went into a story about how he's forgot he chained his dog to his truck oh jesus and dragged it. it it was like this is totally out of context but it just, it just made me think of this one time and, we, and I, we were like why did you fucking tell that story we weren't even talking we weren't even adjacent to like dogs or trucks or that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like remember, god damn it like, i'm just trying to connect <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's his only story all right i'll be i'll show you vulnerability uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he, dra- he dragged it to the airport and if someone at the airport was like hey yeah <laughs> Um, well, happy Memorial Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah, happy Memorial Day. We cut to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, there's a, a club, uh, like a big a club and uh, like a middle-aged couple uh, in the back office. <clears throat> We got to think of something. 
we got to figure it out because people don't want phone parties right now. And um, we're going under, uh, you know, we can only take on so much of these the small business grants. We're we're going under, and um, I'm losing my fucking shirt. Well, yeah. how much do oh. we have in the account for Purell? Let's get the whole family in. It's fine. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. For Purell, I we. Sorry, I just overheard. I was in the other room. No, it's we want we want your opinion, Randy. You're you you yeah. work here uh-huh. too. Uh, we do. Correct. We really do. I'm, um, the, I'm the janitor. You're the cleanup and, guy. Yep. And just for the record, we are not paying you for the last two months, but we appreciate you. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, you sort of insisted. Whoop, whoop, you don't want to get into the details. We'll, we'll try to pay you, but we need all hands on deck here. All they right? didn't give me a stimulus check. We we gave you the website to the edd.com California so you could maybe apply for the EDD? Yeah, workers comp. I'm, yeah. I don't trust it. <laughs> no. We That's need, how they get you. They get you to you log will not in. Be, he, yeah, he thinks he's going to be part of a grand system if he logs into any kind of anything, a computer, anything. He doesn't even log in for work. I have to I have to do it for him. Randy, Correct. your job is to and I never will. You sweep up foam scum off the ground after orgies and sex parties and all sorts of gross, gross right? stuff. And I, I do it do. well, don't I? You do, but you haven't had to do it. So get a free check and don't sweep scum. I I will die the day that I get a free check for doing nothing. <laughs> okay. It's not okay. Well, let me every day. It. <laughs> every day this is this is our all morning saying, meeting every day all i'm saying is get a tub of purell and spray that over people let's do that instead of the foam whoa that's actually jesus whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. you've been sitting Randy, on that this is your first really good idea <laughs> wait we could disinfect people is that what you're saying uh, yeah instead of foam we spray them with disinfectant we can still play diplo yeah, <laughs> we could have a DJ have come in. <laughs> what the fuck, Randy? <laughs> you did it. <laughs> See, that's from years of not logging on to your so-called internet. <laughs> All right, it seems more like an off-the-cuff idea, but you know, you know what? Um, we can give it a shot. Uh, we'll get the people of Las Vegas to uh, come through our. Purell party. Uh, maybe we'll even yeah. do some good in the process. Yeah, and I mean, our name is already Destiny, so we could just <laughs> change it to Disinfectiny, and it's—I mean, it's just all right there. You don't like that name? You don't like the name? Okay. I'm just I thinking of the logistics, Randy. We got to change the sign. Uh, <laughs> can I yeah, tell you? I one can thing change here? a sign. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, I just want to tell you one thing Randy told me before this. He said every time you log into a computer, the computer grabs data from your iris of your eye, and that's Correct. how it's and that's how it steals your thoughts. I just wanted everyone to absolutely. You know, how people think when you take pictures of you, it steals your soul. Yeah, that's what the computer does to your iris. <laughs> 
Cut to a month later, uh, the family is meeting with a business manager. Well, it was a hit. You guys, the PRL parties are uh, doing really great. I looked over your numbers. Uh Um, You're doing an excellent job. Though, going over your books, I did notice... Uh, you've got a guy on the payroll, Randy, um, mm. in charge of cleaning up, but you're throwing Purell parties. So mm. everything is pretty clean at the end of those parties. What's wow. going on in here? Hey, Randy. <laughs> hey, Randy. Yeah. Sorry, Randy. Randy's we closed here. the door to the office. We had a. <laughs> I was cleaning and I, I just. Okay. <laughs> This is not your office. You don't have to clean this office. This is the business manager's. I'll be damned if I have to ever. I'll die the day that I don't have to clean an office. Well, well, this gentleman here wants us to get rid of you, Randy. Come again. Go ahead. What I was saying was. um, There's a little redundancy here. A a ran. Uh, randundancy, if you will. Um, it seems Boo. like you're <laughs> don't you dare use my name like that, <laughs> Randy. Hear him like out. You're paying a guy to it's <laughs> call like... me a dunce. <laughs> okay, look, uh, I'm just saying, Randy, uh, you might need your job, job occupation shifted as you are cleaning up after essentially a giant sterilization i don't know what you're cleaning up after these parties um, let me ask you something have you ever spilled a little bit of purell on the floor <laughs> yes of course i have that just disappear <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> no multiply that by ten thousand. that don't just disappear we don't just crank up the heat hoping that it goes away Come to think of it, Randy, People I, slipping and sliding. You're walking around in Purell after the Purell party. You're kind of making it dirtier. Yeah, you know, people be <laughs> they're they're bringing in their feet from outside. I know. We just spray the Purell one more turned, time. And- you know, you know, it's like New York snow. It's like New York snow. You know, it's beautiful at first, but then after a while, it gets all sludgy and gross, and you find Cheeto wrappers in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. People leave their dog droppings in there. Now, you did say something interesting. You said if we turned up the heat, it would evaporate. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. That is not a viable way to get rid of it without me cleaning it. I mean, you're not going to. Randy knows disinfectant. You're not going to. And he knows bubbles. Look, I'm going to stick up. We can't get rid of Randy. We can't. There's got to be another. Another way to get cut costs. He could check Thank people you. in on the iPad. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely not. Well, Sorry. you've got a surplus of foam. If you could sell that foam to, I don't know, a root beer company or um, some sort of uh, special effects team. To uh, a root beer company. <laughs> <laughs> What do you I mean, want? The bodies and the sweat of seventeen-year-olds in your root beer? 
I'm not old foam. You've got to oh. start new foam. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Why would right, we this man's into then. weird root beer? Yeah. <laughs> we cut back. We cut to Jake <laughs> back at a root beer factory with his best friends. So, did you get the old foam for the root beer? <laughs> did, did you get, get the it? old scum? Did you get the old scum to put on the top of the root beer? Yeah, Come on. yeah they. I mean, they looked down their nose at me, but they were willing to take. I was able to take it off their hands for almost nothing. I got buckets of foam in the car, and I, so you know what I'm thinking is just add a little head to the top of all these root beers. <laughs> What's going it? on in here? Randy. <laughs> Wait, so how long do you have to wait for this to 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 see results? Um a month. A month. Yeah. Okay, it just seems like it's a lot of time to wait for to make pizza. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't How much do you know about pizza? Let's just I'm not, and I hey, and I'm not going to do that thing where I feel like I'm talking down to you. But Thank you. I hate that. How do you know about pizza? Okay. Well, I know that it doesn't take a month to make. I mean, that's maybe 30 minutes, an hour at most for good pizza. <laughs> okay. All right, Domino's. <laughs> oh. All right. Pizza Hut. Is that who you are? Pizza um, Hut? Yeah. I mean, I, if you want to make dog shit cardboard pizza, then go ahead. But if you want to make artisanal pizza... You have to curate the ingredients. Okay? okay. So say that you're right. This is the best pizza I've ever had. I just don't think it's worth waiting a month for any type of food. I don't have anything. Oh, is that oh. what you want to hear me say? Oh I don't have God. anything. Okay. I don't have a goddamn thing to do. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. My dog I... ran away on purpose. Okay. <laughs> on purpose? Yes. He left, look, he left a little bit of a note. I know a dog can't write, of course. <laughs> well, but it, it's his favorite blanket and he left it on, he, he took it from the room and he left it by a hole he dug by the fence, which is him going, I'm out. Jesus Christ, my, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, is it because you were talking down to him? Well, you have to talk down to a dog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, no, I'm not mean literally. I mean that too, unless it's a Great Dane or you're small. But I mean, you you gotta you gotta train it. But and also, you gotta get the water from New York for the pizza. Okay. Oh, wait, you, you know? have to. And that's, okay, and that's, so in addition to the fact that it takes a month to to do to make this pizza, you have to import water. I guess that's not importing. Sorry, I don't understand the actual meaning of uh, import. But you have to get water from New York. Yeah, you know, everyone knows the best water is in New York. Oh, right? I know it, buddy. I, I yeah. holiday there all the time. You ho- Oh, you like to use the word holiday. I like that when people say I holiday. <laughs> I have a I very like European sensibility. Yeah, you You've do. You've seen my hat. I, I Yeah, you change it. I mean, you've switched hats in uh, in the last 20 minutes. I okay, but this European. isn't about me and my European it's style. Not, it's not. This is about not. the fact that it takes you a month to make pizza. Look, when you don't have anything going on at all. I know. I'm sorry. I, no, it's fine. I don't, Why don't have you, a career. What? 
What, no, I just, why don't you have a, like a, like, I don't know, you know, you've been wanting to start that podcast. Why don't you do that? Because I don't, I don't like the sound of my voice and I don't, the microphone <laughs> didn't come on Amazon. So I oh, have Josh. to do a podcast with it on microphone. <laughs> Josh. But pizza's, pizza's the only thing I can control. And it's, if I have the best pizza in town, then I can shit on people that eat Domino's and PZ Hut and Chuck E. Cheesy and all that shit. You see as they're having this conversation, a possum comes and takes the pizza away <laughs> under, a, under a fence. <laughs> oh my oh, God. God, the same fence. My dog, Doug. <laughs> well, then he probably taught that possum. He taught that possum what to do. He taught the possum? Uh, I don't know. Okay, Maybe. but look, this gives you something to do. Now you can patch up that fence. That'll take up some time. That'll give you some self-worth. I saw that little micro expression you made after you said self-worth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, that's just a European thing that that's what Europeans do. Yeah. It does. It means it's a, it's a sign of, you know, love and affection. Because, uh, you know, people that don't have anything, the only way they make other people, the only way they feel like they have something is one very specific thing that no one else has. So if I make the most obnoxious pizza, I can lord that over people. And then I feel like I, I can do something. All right, Pizza Josh. Hut delivery. Pizza Hut delivery for Frank. Oh, hey, right yeah. over here. There you go. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to dip into this. Uh... kidding me. What? Pizza, I was, Pizza you Hut told is... me You invited me over. You said, I come over for some pizza. I didn't know I'd have to spend a whole goddamn month for it. <laughs> okay. But you went to Pizza Hut? I did go to Pizza Hut. It's okay. worse than Pizza Hut. Mr. It's Domino's? Got a Mr. Domino's delivery? Mr. Domino's. Right over here. <laughs> See how fast that toppings. Mr. That? Domino's doesn't even have toppings. Whoop, that's our specialty. No <laughs> toppings. Not even cheese. It takes too long. Okay, Josh, you know. I can tell you're upset by this. I'm going to eat these pizzas by myself, but then, guess what? In a month... I'll eat your pizza. Please. How about that? Please, please do. Charles E. Cheese pizza? Oh. Ooh, over here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, here you go. Hey, Charles, before you go, before you go, Charles, yes. would you wait a month for pizza? A month? Heavens no. Okay. See if a classy rat to, like that. We got to Charles E. Cheeses. There's a bunch of disappointed kids. <laughs> what are these arcade games? We're supposed to move. This is a giant game of chess. <laughs> yes. Have you tried the polo? Is a, a arcade? What? The I thought polo. there was like arcade games in here. We've got animatronic horses you can ride around and knock a ball using polo. Oh, polo. (laughs) Polo sucks. This is the worst 12th birthday party I have ever had, Mom. Would you like some fresh caviar on your slice of pizza? Josh's one-month-long pizza delivery service. uh, Who ordered? (laughs) This delivery man has a full beard. <laughs> like disheveled. Ooh, I want to try this. Here you go. Wow. 
That is some of the worst pizza I've ever <laughs> All right, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. This is where a guest shares a true meaty story from their lives. Josh Breckis, you are up first. Yeah. What would you like to talk um, about? Okay, I got a meaty story about the, <laughs> the first first time I went to jail. Is this, yeah. I like that um, it's the first time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're talking, my first time going to American jail. If we're talking Mexico, <laughs> I've been there three times. But that's not real. Oh, Mexico. shit. Yeah, but um, <laughs> what? Wait, I told no, I can tell my the story about going to uh, jail in Mexico. That's a better story. <laughs> Please, um, I mean, the one, the other one was dumb. Uh, okay, so my my buddy's dad had a condo in Rocky Point, Mexico. Uh, I went to school in Arizona, so it's like a four and a half hour drive. Um, this was our first time going. Uh, it was about like six of us and we just went down for like a weekend just to have a good old time. Um, and we went to this one club. I don't even, it's not really a club. It was just like a bar on the beach. And, um, we were there for like three nights. So this was our second night. So we kind of knew everything. I don't know. We're getting, <laughs> we were, we're getting, and it's just, it's like, it's like one of those bars where it's just like, everyone's coming there. They're all in their twenties. I mean, some people were probably in high school uh, and just getting destroyed. Like everyone is, just, it's just one of those fun places where everyone's like a guy fell asleep. Like it was a big horse trough in the bathroom and a guy fell asleep and his friends were in the trough somehow and they were pissing in his face. And I was like, okay, so this is, this is the atmosphere where I like, no one's there. Yeah. People are, it's like everyone watched jackass and, and like the drink, like it did like 10 tequila shots and we're like, all right, let's just go assholes it's so that's it's that type of vibe and then they had a talk a guy they had a taco stand right outside the club and the guy made incredible street tacos or we were just all shit face and we're like and they were like basically the equivalent of a they were a dollar they were so we, anyways and we really liked these tacos and like obsessed about them which is stupid so on the final night we um we went to me and my buddy, we went there and we're like really drunk and we went to the taco stand guy. He's in line before me. He gets two tacos. I'm like, good for you, buddy. And then I go up and I go I'm like, Oh, can I have some tacos? He's like, I, I just ran out. I was like, fuck. Okay. So my buddy mad, I was like, all right, well give me one of your tacos. And he's like, no. And we're drunk. I'm like, give me one of your tacos, dude. The guy's out of tacos. We've been talking about tacos all night. And like, I was like, give me your taco. And we're in the middle of the street. And he's like, no. So I just went, boom. And I just took his hand. So it like smashed the taco inside of his, like on his face. And then we're all like laughing. And and then all of a sudden, two Toyota trucks roll up with Federales, about six in each car. So we're talking about 12 Federales. Ski masks. I don't know what gun, but it looked like an automatic, like an AK-47 or seven. Just roll up to us in the middle of the street. What is a federale? And, I'm that stupid. Uh, there's is that is that like official cops or is that? That's more the like the I think the the uh, police and then the federales, and then I don't know all. I don't want to get too much into the policies. I don't know exactly, but I, people were telling us police were bad, federales were good, or it might have been. 
<laughs> like, all right, like police were more corrupt. I don't know what it was, but uh, federalis were scarier because they had masks on. Um, and so they put the guns at us and were like, I mean, the first we both said it at the same time, we're like, amigos, because <laughs> we like, <laughs> and, and like later, I wanted to be like, jinx, no, but we were like, amigos, and they were like, no, we don't fucking care. And they got us in the back of the truck and they had the uh, oh, like your friends, like you two are friends. Yeah, we both were like, amigos, amigos. And then we were in the back of the truck and we're like, we're friends. And we were, we were like hugging each other. <laughs> and the guy's finally like, who cares? I don't care. You're going to jail. You can hug each other the whole way. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't a language barrier thing. Like, we're not, we get that you're friends. We don't care. Uh, and so, sorry, my dog is looking for a ball under the. No worries. So, um, and so. I'm like, this is probably the most scared I've ever been because, I mean, like, having an automatic weapon to your face, even if you, like, I didn't think they were going to, like, shoot us, but it's still, like, just really scary. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the jail was just, like, 12 It was so far. I, or maybe time slowed down. I felt we were in the car for, like, 45 minutes. And we go to jail, and we're in jail in Mexico, and there's just, like, pretty fish out of the fish out of water. Uh, and the people that are in jail with us are like kind of making fun of us. Cause they're just like, these two guys are like, we're in like flip flops and board shorts and like, just like all like, Way! um, and like, no one's really talking to us. They're kind of like snickering at us. One guy's like was drunk as shit was just passed out in the back and we're like freaking out. And we're like, how do we get out? <laughs> and then my buddy's like, how do we get out of here? I'm like, we're not getting out of here. Like, we're not... Are you talking about, like, escaping? We're not going to escape. <laughs> get, get out of here. Uh, and then, like, two hours later, they're like, all right, you're free to go. And um, our buddy paid them $60 cash and just let us go. So that's that's that story. Uh, and then we were like, oh, man, we got all worked up for... If we just would have gotten our pockets and maybe gave them 60 bucks, they would have let us go. Um, yeah, that, that, that's about it. That's about it. it was, <laughs> we didn't go to court, which was great. And yeah. Was that how you got out of it the other couple times? Like, well, then we just stopped going to Rocky Point because it kind of had a, like one time we went, um, we got stopped four times, like once we crossed the border and one time they were like, Oh, one of us wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So we had to pay him money. And another one there's beer in our car, even though it was unopened. And they were, they were, um, on walkie talkies going like, Hey, this white Durango's coming in with a bunch of like dumbass American dudes, like stop them and you can get money or like you can, cause we were still like kind of drinking in the car being idiots. So, like just stop these assholes or they're, they're breaking the law. And so we stopped <laughs> each way. And then, then that one, we went to the jail on the last one and like paid, but I wasn't driving that car. Gotcha. Did it, did that experience make you more bold or less bold? Were you like, after that, were you like, Oh, it's, we could get arrested again. Or were you like, Oh, if we get arrested, we could probably, uh, like pay to get out. Like, did it affect how you behave the rest of the time? 
it made me less bold and my friends more bold. But that's like was our dynamic. Like I felt like I was like the voice of reason always. Even in high school, like when we're like, let's go do like stuff we saw in Jackass. I'm like, guys, we just got our licenses. Like we should really think about like like should we like our parents like put a lot of trust into us. Like and so they got more bold and I was just like I was like, no, I learned my lesson. I don't want to do that again. Uh, (laughs) I want to know just more about that bar (laughs) yeah do you remember what it was called no but it was just it was all sand like it was on the beach um, and it had like a huge bar and just like and now looking back I'm like oh they watered down all of their liquor but still (laughs) Um, and it was just my dog is really messing this up. Um, and it was just, um, it was just a beach bar and they had like this dance floor that was really sad. <laughs> like this, just like, it was maybe like 10 feet by 10 feet, maybe. And it was raised a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and there was like a stripper pole there. And so you would just basically see really drunk dudes like, being like hey, it'll be funny if I go up there and strip. And everyone's like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> but everyone's just so drunk. So like you would just watch people like, oh, they're going to hook up. Oh, they blew it because they're too drunk. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> I would like to go back now and just people watch. I think it would be very, it's just funny to see super drunk people interact. And sometimes it's not funny, but <laughs> when was, when was the last time you went? Oh, to Rocky Point. Oh God. Uh, like 2010 maybe. And did you know that? Like, did you know it was going to be your last time? Were you like, oh, I think we're... I did, this yeah. Is it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we were, like, out of... Um, <laughs> um, we were out of college and starting to make a little more money, and I think we're like, hey, why don't we just grow up a little bit? And I think our next trip after that, we, like, flew to Costa Rica. And we're like, oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. Let's, like, step it up a little bit. I'm talking I'm telling you, if they if they recognize that we're friends, they're gonna let us go. So, I uh, fasten fashion this little friendship bracelet out of my shoelace. Okay, it says BFF Frank. So put it on. Put on. We're being brain. held hostage, you stupid asshole. They don't care if we're friends. They're trying to. They. That's probably gonna- actually worse because they'll try to get both of our parents to pay more money in ransom. <laughs> They're not going to murder two best buddies, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> put on this friendship bracelet, okay? And then, <clears throat> practice with me, okay? We'll come up with one of those high, those like uh, hot cake handshake things. Uh, <laughs> hot cake handshakes? <laughs> you know, like, my mother told me uh, like yeah. one of those things that uh, we... Uh, proves that we're best buddies. Hey, can I be honest with you, Bruce? Um, we really... <laughs> I, I, I'd i rather just be quiet. Uh, I don't know you that well. <laughs> I'd rather just be quiet. We're just on our way to a destination wedding. All right? We carpooled because we both live in Los Angeles and we thought it would be easier. But yeah. it's... 
I don't get a. I don't really know you that well. I saw you one other time at uh, Mary's family. <laughs> Here's your cup of water. Here's your cup of water. Could we get two straws to drink out of it together, like a couple of best buddies? <laughs> I'm the easy one, by the way. I'm the easy one. Wait till my buddy gets in here. My real buddy gets in here. No, you can't have. What? Your best friend? Actually, he is my best friend. After we've been working, I don't. I'm, I'm not talking to you, fucks. Okay, we're, we're gonna get money from your parents. <laughs> but my buddy's we're gonna come in here, and he's not gonna be so nice. Okay. Did he get so you some- that? Ne- did he get you that necklace? The half of a lightning bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Nice. We both like we both like uh, Lawrence Taylor from the Giants. I don't know if you remember. He wore light lightning. I remember earrings. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when we connect ours, we can have one badass <laughs> earring <laughs> necklace. Makes sense. That's what best friends do. They get each other matching jewelry. <clears throat> yeah, I don't see any matching jewelry on you two. Josh, put on the friendship. <laughs> we're not we're not even that good of friends, honestly, or more acquaintances. Uh he's the rich one. My family's not rich. He's the rich one. Mm. Uh, rich in friendships with this no. <laughs> all right well drink your water and i'll be back later for your food okay i i don't what are you doing you've been pushing this friendship thing like this best friend thing since before we even got kidnapped okay you can't force things like that all right we're acquaintances at best we're both i went to college with Mary, you were high school friends with her. So uh, we're both going to her wedding. Okay, we're both making yeah. the big drive uh, down to Cancun. <laughs> we got kidnapped in Arizona. <laughs> so <laughs> what? What? I mean, let's let's just try to give him what he wants. You have a, you have some money on you, right? You got to have like two hundred bucks. Yeah, of course. I got two hundred dollars on me. How much do you have? Do you have more than two hundred? Yeah, I have two thousand dollars. Jesus, just give him that. Let's get out of here. You want me to give him two thousand dollars? Offer it. Okay. For my hey, what's all this anything. chat in here? Um, nothing. Uh, We're just talking about uh, you know, uh, just sharing friend stuff, girls we've hooked up with, things like that. Oh, okay. Did you talk to my best friend in here earlier? <laughs> yeah, but we did. We did, and we recognized that he had a best friend because we're best friends. Oh, how special for you. <laughs> we're not. You know, we rented tandem bikes. Oh. You guys do tandem bikes? Yeah. Okay. We actually do recumbent bikes that are connected too. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Watch, watch. You, you don't think we're best friends? Watch this. Frank, what's my favorite month? June. Of course. June gloom. That's right. Uh, I call him a June I, hey. gloomy. I, hey, we, Josh and I get that. Josh, uh, uh, what's my favorite month? April. <laughs> No. <laughs> Say yes to it. <laughs> you know what? You obviously don't I'm, have the bond that we have. No. Okay. It's so clear. We Check do. this We're out. Best friends. 
Check this out. It's a dance routine that we came up with. Ready? Set. Steady. <laughs> Go. Ready. <laughs> That's how they, we do whoa. it. They're dancing like a very complicated like uh, dance with high fives. Oh. I'm just going to go. What? I'm just gonna, I'm just going to go out the door. But they're they're dancing like a whole thing. You want to leave? You, you want to Here leave. comes the finale. <laughs> he starts leaving out the door. Hey, get back here. We're going to lose this friend dance off. <laughs> We're not doing a dance off. There's a McDonald's across the street. I see it. We're barely in trouble. Are you kidding me? Have you not seen House Party? This is where we show them that we're better friends. <laughs> and we, done. I, <laughs> all right. We're done turn. with our dance now. You're up. What song? Are we, okay. I mean, I'll try. I really think we should just leave, but. And a one and a steady, ready, steady. <laughs> best friends for Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> they we like fall on the ground in a, a sixty nine position. It's <laughs> not dancing. <laughs> hey, now you're tr- becoming true friends. Yeah, that's commission. That's commitment right there, guys. That is commitment. I remember that's the first know. time that we did that, Josh. Yeah, yeah, sixty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What? This is how we do it. Ready, <laughs> steady. <laughs> Ready, At steady. At this moment, no? both they're all sixty-nine. <laughs> both couples are sixty-nining. A SWAT team busts through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Give <laughs> See, I told you that's what best friends do. Look, let's just do what they do on Jackass. <laughs> oh, that's the crazy stuff. What you want to? Are you gonna let like a snake bite my arm or something? I don't want to do. No, I want I a snake wanna... to bite your wiener. <laughs> that's uh... what they do on Jackass. I've seen Jackass. It's online, right? It's online. It's, it's on. DVD. It's one guy. It's one guy. Who does all this crazy stuff? No other people, just one guy, clearly from his garage, doing this. That's jackass. You, you're confusing me now because in the first, in one of the jackass movies, Chris Pontius does get his wiener bitten. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. There's like movies. Yeah, what are you watching? I I went online. <clears throat> I went on a website called Reddit. And there okay, was a thread on. that said jackass. And under this thread of jackass, there were all these YouTube clips, these really short we cut YouTube to one of those clips. We cut to one of those clips. Hi, y'all. Welcome to jackass. My name is Bert jackass. And this is my snake, Tony. Now, what I'm going to do is let Tony bite my dick. Jackass style. All right, come here, Tony. Come here, Tony. There we go. Take the box off. We cut to these two friends watching. This is not it. This is not Jackass. What are you talking about? His name is Bert Jackass. (laughs) No. It clearly is a much better version of this. Oh, there you go, Tony. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to do. We just got our licenses, and this is exactly what I want to do. 
<laughs> I'm just telling you, there's a whole world out there. There's like, there's like even more clever stuff. Sometimes they have like a little guy getting chased by a fat man and like under the, uh, the, in underpants what? or something like that. This sounds yeah, like you're it, making it up, dude. One time they they got on it. They made a huge rocket, and the main guy Johnny Knoxville he got on it, and they like fired it off into the sky. Oh um, no! Uh, Bert Jackass did something very similar to that. <laughs> okay, welcome to Jackass. I'm Bert Jackass. This is my rocket, Tony. And what I'm gonna do here? Basically, I got a bunch of fireworks. Okay, I put them on my snake, Tony. Okay, and what we're going to do is we're going to light them fireworks off. And then once them fireworks are done lighting off, Tony's going to bite me on my penis. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> classic. Hey, oh, that's classic this, jackass. <laughs> this guy almost... <laughs> This guy just likes when snakes bite his dick, okay? <laughs> like the, the, but that's what jackass. makes jackass so relatable. What? Like you I, and your I, friends can do that stuff in your own backyard. That's what makes it so cool. Um, I, 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 there's just more to it. This seems like almost like a fetish, like a snake biting your penis fetish. We're like, I mean, they went in Jackass. They went to Tokyo. There's party. Uh, uh, what's the party Jackass boy? Jackass did that too. He did party boy. No, he went to Tokyo. Oh, I'm Bert Jackass. We're at the Tokyo Grill in Anaheim, California, where I work part time. Everyone's gone home. I'm in the back kitchen, and I'm gonna have Tony the Snake bite me on my penis <laughs> while I clean up the kitchen. This is Jackass. <laughs> Classic jackass. <laughs> how much? How many of these are there, and how many have you watched? Maybe it's the same uh, question. Oh, let's see. This says ten k. How much is that? Ten thousand. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Then if that's what K stands for, boys. Boys, are you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm a little hungry. How about? Uh, what about you? You want my mom to make something for us? I have a snake here, and he's pretty hungry. Hey, what a coincidence. I was just watching Barefoot Contessa, and I thought I'd cook you up a little something. I watched a Barefoot I've seen Contessa that. video. Yeah. Um, Barefoot Contessa <laughs> with that lady who's in the basement all alone, and she does shit. <laughs> That's huh? exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to get your father in here and put this snake on his penis. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, too late, Bucko. I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Barefoot Contessa. (laughs) We cut cut to Barefoot Contessa. It's just clearly the burnt jackass with a wig on. Well, hello. I'm Roberta Jacquees. And... This is Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> what we're going to be cooking today is this snake. <laughs> Just kidding. This snake is going to jump on down. Okay, it's the same guy. Dress. <laughs> you need to get off Reddit. Reddit is toxic. I've tried to tell both of you that multiple times. <laughs> there's there's actual TV in the world. Turn on the TV. Let's turn on our TV. You guys have Time Warner Cable. 
And there, have our there. identity stolen? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Here. I'm going to turn on ESPN. Look, it's a basketball game. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and it looks like LeBron's got the ball and he's pulling his pants down. What is that? That's not a that oh, that basketball is a snake. And <laughs> he's yeah, he's getting so tired of the game. He's been so good that he's turned the ball into a snake. Oh, and the snake is biting him on the penis. I don't biting know if we're going to be able to penis. to show this. That might make the sports center top 10. <laughs> okay, you're he's right, Josh. It. I can get into this. <laughs> Great, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast. Um, Frank, yeah. this is where you share your story. What would you like to talk about? Um, so this will be the first time I'm sharing this story on a podcast, so why not do this on an improv podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is some, this is something that happened to me a few years back uh, where I uh, got cancer, and then a few weeks later, uh, my wife was hit by a car uh, with our baby. I remember this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, it was, it's kind of wild because, uh, we, uh, it was like maybe two or three weeks after our, our daughter was born and, uh, my mom was in town and our friend was having a wedding, um, in Silver Lake. So my mom was watching the baby and we were, uh, we're like, okay, good. We have a night to go out and, uh, just kind of enjoy ourselves and, you know, whatever. And, um, I, at that time, I, I thought I had like somehow twisted, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, people twist their testicles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how sometimes <laughs> they do that. No, oh, but like, yeah. I, I, I thought I had like, I thought somehow like in the weeks of like having to take care of the baby or something, like I had uh, done something weird where I twisted my leg weird or whatever. And I was having all this pain in my groin. I didn't know what was going on. And, um, anyway, we go to this wedding. It's great. We're having a good time and, uh, we, we get home and, uh, I I'm cleaning the dishes and all of a sudden I just like, I drop a glass and, uh, I double over in pain. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I was just doubled over in extreme pain. And my wife was like, you have to go to the, the emergency room. And I don't like to, I don't like, you know, going to the emergency room or having to deal with doctors at all. And I was yeah. doing my best to kind of walk it off a little bit, even though I was like in excruciating pain, I just couldn't, you know, uh, handle it. And, uh, she's like, no, you have to get in a, in a Uber and go down to the hospital, which was down the street. And I go down there and, uh, I didn't even think about the fact that I'd have to be waiting in a, uh, uh, like hospital waiting room for a long time. So I was in like, uh, basketball shorts and a t-shirt and they have the AC just cranked. So on top of me being in like doubled in pain, you know, just kind of like just shooting pain up you know, my abdomen, abdomen and everything. And, uh, I'm, I'm also freezing, uh, completely <laughs> just kind of shaking and just, I look oh like 
miserable. I'm like looking around and everybody's kind of looking at me like, what the fuck is his deal? I look like a tweaker. Uh, cause I'm just like shaking and then just like doubled over in pain. I'm just like, Oh, you know, kind of, uh, making these loud grunting noise. And then they, um, they get me in and they're like, okay, there's, there's something here. There's a mess here. We're going to do an ultrasound. And, uh, they do an, an ultrasound and, uh, I could tell by the way that the doctor came back with the results kind of was like, he, I could tell something was up because he was like, um, you need to see, uh, uh um, a urologist like tomorrow. This is like a Saturday night into Sunday. So, um, I, uh, or yeah, Sunday, I can't remember what the timeline is, but anyway, that Monday morning I go to your urologist and I'm still like in a, a shit ton of pain. And, uh, he checks me out and he's like, we have to operate now. Uh, wow. so that literally Whoa. that morning when I went in, uh, I had to call my wife and be like, uh, luckily my mom was there to take care of the baby. But I had to call my wife and be like, I'm going into, to, uh, to have an operation now to remove this mass. And, uh, we didn't know what it was. And then right before I went into the operating room, they told me like, oh yeah, this is cancer. And we have to like remove this like right now or else it's going to, you know, get worse and spread. And, uh, so I, that was the last thing that I had to hear before I went under, uh, and it's kind of terrifying when you're like, holy fuck, you know, what's, you know, what's going on. I know this isn't a funny story, but, uh, it's okay. (laughs) But yeah. Um, so I get out of that <clears throat> for, I get out of that, uh, surgery and they say that it was a success and that they, they, they're pretty sure they got everything, but that's the thing is like, you're never really sure. They're just like, we removed what we could and, you know, but there's a chance there could be like some cells that remain. Uh, so they're like, you heal and, uh, we're going to talk to you in a few weeks about, uh, uh, you know, maybe doing chemotherapy or something like that. Um, so I'm like, okay, so I'm home and I'm, uh, trying to get better. So a few weeks go by and I'm still recovering from the surgery and I can't really do anything. And I'm frustrated, uh, because I can't really help out with a baby or anything like that. Uh, and my wife is like, okay, well, we're gonna, our baby was seven weeks old at this time. She's like, we're going to go, uh, to the store. We're going to walk down to the store, uh, to return this item. And, uh, she puts the baby in like a sling, uh, on like her chest. And she, uh, I have, we have all the windows and doors open because it's, uh, was when we lived in an apartment and, uh, cause it was a nice breeze coming in. And, um, as she's walking out, I'm, you know, reading a book and all of a sudden I just hear, uh, like, people screaming and, and, uh, I hear like a, a, like a crash. And, uh, so I, I run out because I'm like worried. Of course, the worst thought goes in my head. And of course I was right. Um, my wife was, uh, sitting on the, the edge of the streets with people surrounding her and our baby, you know, and a guy had, run not a run a red light but you know how when you're crossing the street people have to wait to turn left you know if somebody's crossing so Uh this guy decided that he could probably uh miss her or i don't know what he thought he could do but uh he ended up hitting her uh as he turned and she had to like use her arms like almost like a you know how they say like a mother's strength you know like yeah. she like with her arms like did the shield uh for the baby 
and she somehow the baby didn't get hurt, uh, but we weren't sure because you know the baby, baby wasn't yeah. kind of responding and stuff, and so we were we had to call an ambulance and we we got in there and uh, we it was just it was crazy because um, the guy stopped thankfully, but I'm hobbling out of their apartment. And I'm like just freaking out and I'm like screaming at this guy. I'm like, I just went through cancer, you motherfucker. And like all this other stuff. And, you know, just like I wanted to kill this guy so bad. And um, my wife was just like, no, don't, you know, this calm down. It'll be fine. I'm like, you just got hit by a car and you're still being practical here. <laughs> you know, the practical one. Yeah. Um, but uh we got we get to the hospital the baby's okay but my wife has a broken leg so now oh we God. have both me and my wife who are out of commission taking care of a newborn uh and then we're a uh, few months after that i start my chemotherapy uh so during that time was like probably one of the worst hardest times of our life because we're both trying to heal and take care of a newborn. And luckily we had friends and family that helped, but it was really a very difficult time. And, uh, the, the, we, we, we got through it. Uh, but I will say like during that time, uh, it did prepare us for this kind of whole pandemic thing of getting used to being, uh, <laughs> trapped inside and not being able to leave and like, kind of being oh, like, yeah. so when this stuff rolled around, we were kind of like, Oh yeah, we know how to do this. <laughs> you know, it <laughs> kind of, uh, helped prepare us a little bit, but, um, only thing, to, only thing good that came out of that really was, um, strangely enough, uh, the money that we made from, you know, like the GoFundMe and, uh, the, uh, we didn't get much for it. That's the thing that really sucks is we didn't get much money from, uh, the accident because the guy had very, he had no, like he, he had really shit insurance. So we got like maybe like 20 K for that whole thing after all the expenses and everything. So it was like nothing that really, but, uh, it did give us a little padding for, you know, when we were out of work. So that helped a lot. Um, and then all during the chemo, I got to, uh, take a, a do a lot of edibles. So that, that rocked. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you know, we, we came out the other side a lot stronger and uh, I know this isn't a funny story, but it's like, you know, it, it is a meaty story. You know? It's definitely a meaty story. Uh, it's There's definitely no, different no. than the story I told last time of seeing aliens and ghosts. So <laughs> no, 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 uh, we don't, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm kind of giving uh, you the abridged ber- version of it because it's, it's so such a long period. It was like maybe four or six months that everything kind of took place. And then, yeah. I remember and that was around. Or the, did we just lose Josh? Yeah. Uh, oh, we lost. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake's coming back. Um. Yeah, last time you were on the show was before all that happened. I remember. I remember when. I remember when you went through all this. It was like, I mean, just from an outsider's perspective, it was like, oh, Frank's having a kid, and then it was like, oh, yeah. ah, Jesus, like, uh, yeah, it was one thing after another. So it was like, oh, cool, yeah, you, you uh, congrats on the kid, and you're like, holy shit, you have cancer, and then holy shit, you your wife got hit by a car. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So how how old was like the baby when you started like finding your feet again? Do you know what I mean? Like, like when did you finally feel like (laughs) we're kind of back to normal or 
guess sort of, yeah, around like she was around, uh, I would say maybe five or six months. So she doesn't gotcha. understand. That's the thing is that she won't, she won't know any of this other than what we tell her, you yeah. know, she didn't have to kind of, she was just kind of just a baby, just figuring <laughs> other stuff out, you know, just kind of oblivious to it all. And to her, nothing was out of the ordinary. Which also means like no help, <laughs> like still waking up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, I, I, I just remember when all that was going down. Was that around the time of the election or was that after? No, that was, that was, uh, yeah, it was a little bit after, like right after, uh, because it, we had, we took a picture, um, of like, well, I voted, you know, and like mm -hmm. uh, a couple of days before that. And then like, after that, it was like, holy shit. Cause I remember people who were like, looked on my Instagram being like, you just posted a picture of you, you know, being like, I voted and everybody looks happy. It's with the family. Everybody yeah. looks happy. And it's like, yeah, that shit can change really fast. What was your, uh, demeanor during all that? I think Last time you were on, you told a story about not getting enough sleep and hallucinating, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. So I feel like you might be uniquely suited to sort of uh, manage kind of a high stress situation. But like, yeah. what, just like, yeah, what did you, um, but you're also a new parent. Like, what, what was it? What were you feeling going through all that stuff? Well, yeah, because you already feel like a psychopath whenever or like you feel like insane the first like the first 24 hours or 48 hours of the your child being born. Like you're just your sleep is fucked and everything's fucked and nothing seems like you, you lose sense of time. So you're already having to deal with that kind of new schedule. And then on top of that, uh, you know, when everything kind of gets thrown into you know, uh, into the air, just, you're even more like what the fuck, you know? And, yeah. um, no, the, I mean, like it was tough trying to get sleep during that time and just kind of like what, what's going to happen next. And I can't, I, I gotta be honest with you. I can't really remember the sleep during that time, but I do remember during my chemotherapy, I would, um, sleep in the living room, uh, just because of, um, uh, it, it was, it, it was easier for, because of my sleep schedule, the way that I would, I don't know, I would, I can't really describe why, but I, I, um, decided like, oh, I'll just sleep in the living room. And when I was doing that, uh, I was, like I said, I was taking a lot of edibles. And so I would just listen to albums <laughs> and especially during chemotherapy. Like I was like, uh, you have to sit in a room for like six hours while I just kind of pump you full of poison. And, uh, I was like, well, how do I, past this time. And I didn't want anybody to visit me. Cause I was like, that's the last thing I want people to do is to sit in a room with me and being bummed out about me going through this. And I tried to read and I couldn't read because it made me nauseous, nauseous. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through albums that I haven't listened to in a long time, or maybe I didn't check out. And so I spent that time getting back into the later, uh, works of Pearl jam. 
<laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Hey, this cool. isn't so bad. You know, uh, yeah. same huh. with like, you know, a bunch of the other bands that I kind of like, I loved as a teenager and I was like, kind of fell off, uh, when they had their later work when I got into college or, you know, uh, when I was living in New York. And so I like revisited a lot of, I was like, Hey, the strokes, uh, weren't too bad, uh, after, you know, uh, you know, their third album or whatever. And, you know, yeah. uh, maybe that Smashing Pumpkins album from 20, you know, 12 or 2011 wasn't so bad either. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the one thing I do remember is just listening to a shit ton of podcasts and just catching up on bands from the nineties that I was like, let's see what their work is like now <laughs> getting into it. Interesting. Yeah. So that'll always have like, uh, like, like you know how music sometimes brings you back to a place in time a little bit yeah like, so that music will be like chemo like will be well do you think that'll be coupled with that <laughs> i think so but in a weird way because like i said i i had to i the, i couldn't take the medication because it was giving me again really funny stuff here uh severe chest chest pains uh, uh -huh. so that's why i was having to do the you know the edibles and stuff to help with a lot of that pain and stuff and i uh for me, I don't know about you guys, but like whenever I do that, it's already like time traveling. So whenever you're listening to stuff, you kind of feel like you're back in a period of time or you're like, whoa, all time exists at once. And, you know, like really yeah. I, I'm, I'm there, but I'm also here. And it's, I'm actually living that moment at the same time. And this, this moment has always existed. Uh, and I just, it was always here and I'm here right now and I can be there as well. So then in a weird way, it's going to, it has like, for me, when I hear some of that, that music, I have this double effect of being like, Oh, it reminds me of that time, which reminded me of when I was in another time. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what would you say to like, or I guess I was a two parter sort of, mm -hmm. but I'm just curious, like what was something about like when I hear chemotherapy, I know like it's, I know what it looks like cause I've seen it mm. on, stuff or I, I've never seen like it breaking person, bad actually. is probably the most like, uh, that most people know, know, like yeah. the, the way it but looks. Like it, it's like, it like flushes you out. Right. That's mm -hmm. basically how it works. Yeah. They're, they're, what they're is pump. I, I was just going to ask like, what, what is like, what's something about that process that like, I don't know, which I'm sure everything, but what's something that surprised you or something like, like, how could you, how would you um, describe it? Oh, cause I didn't know. I, you know, cause I didn't have to go through radiation. Thankfully, uh, usually when mm -hmm. people think about that stuff, they, they think about the radiation process uh -huh. and I was lucky that I didn't have to go through that many cycles of it. <clears throat> One thing that I did not anticipate was that my white blood cells dipped too low. And so they had to inject me with something else to make them come up so that I can handle the rest of the, the treatment. Uh -huh. Um, but I think the thing that uh, people don't really realize, and I'm not minimizing the, uh, you know, it's, it's rough. It's really tough to go through it. But at the same time, I was expecting a lot worse. Um, I, I, I was scared because I was like, I don't know what to expect, but, um, you know, you're hooked up to like an IV and stuff. And during very different intervals of time, they're, they're attaching different things that they pump into your system. And, uh, there's this one thing, I can't remember what it is that they pumped into my system, but it makes you like your allergic reaction. Like you get like your scalp gets super itchy and your body feels like it's on fire. And that's such a weird feeling. It's like that for like a minute or two. And then all of a sudden it just kind of dissipates and it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, 
but it's 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 a long time that you're sitting in that room and it's kind of like again like I w- I was the kind of person who was like I don't want you to have to sit here and watch this cuz a lot of friends yeah. offered to come over and sit with me during that time and I'm like no I wouldn't <laughs> want that yeah I hear you. Um, and then I had like lost my hair during the process, which to me was um, my hair was like kind of my identity for a while. And so like <laughs> when that happened, I was like, no. Uh, but as you could see, it grew back, but uh, it came back curly for some reason. Uh, I have another friend who just went through treatment who her hair started growing back um, really curly too. Wait, I don't know really? if that's a side effect or what? Huh? Really? I've heard that too. I've yeah. never heard that. Too. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I don't know if you can see on here on the, um, uh, you know, the the zoom, but like, um, it used to be pretty, like, you know, just straight, and I could, you know, Mad Men style it, you know, kind of uh, way. But like now, it's just like it's all just kind of curls and Whoa. stuff. It, yeah, it's weird how it grew back. Um, thanks for get, uh, thanks for coming in to get a second opinion. Um, yeah, you got it. Yeah, your doctor said you have testicular cancer. That's your first doctor, your primary physician, or urologist. Yeah, I seem pretty sure of it. Um, yeah. Well, um, I'm here to tell you you don't have that. <laughs> you have what I like to call twisted testicles. Like literally twisted? No, no, no. That's my own phrase. It's in my it's in my my own book. It's it's twisted. It's figurative. They're twisting up. They're twisting around. That's what you have. So it's literal. You're making a motion with your hand. I'm saying They're not twist it's not like a ride. They're not twisting around. You would feel you, you would feel if your testicles were twisting. Okay. Okay, so I went to my... I told you (laughs) that I don't believe our testicles should ever descend from our body. (laughs) And that's why we have problems when they do descend from our body. Do you work in this office or are you... I do. I work here. I work here. (laughs) Yeah, I work here. It's it's a hard office to find. It's a hard (laughs) office to find, right? Yeah. Right by the yoga studio studio and the... Yeah. 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 Okay. Um... You wanted a second opinion, though, right? I, I guess. I mean, I wanted to. I have. I have uh, covered California, so I just needed to make. Sh- just wanted to Get cover. A lot of you yeah. cover my bases. So you think that the testicles shouldn't have descended? I know that the testicles should not. Testicles should not. That is a design flaw, or human error. I haven't figured out which one yet. That should never drop from our bodies. When they do, but- that's when they get twisted. Not okay, not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, yes, oh, wow. yes. I, uh, I don't know if you remember me. Uh, a couple months ago, I came in uh, and you helped uh, reascend my testicles. Uh, yes, I, I sure do. To drop off this edible arrangement and tell you Thank that you. my life has never been better. Uh, Thank you, Roger. Roger is 65 years old, by the way. Roger is uh, the whole life of... Hey, Roger. Those- life starts at 65, and life starts with your testicles back up inside you. Yeah. Roger, was your voice always like that? Uh, no. No. <laughs> that is a side effect. 
It happened that is a side immediately after he pushed my balls back inside my body. Okay. Uh, did you? What did you come in for? Did you think you had cancer, or did you just want no, the you're edible arrangement? He's he gave me an edible. That, I know what he's here for now. I'm oh, asking what he came. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had my hip uh, hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And the hip pain has gone away. Knock knock. <laughs> Got it. Uh-oh. My fucking dick and balls are out. Can we... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I didn't. T- I didn't. T- I didn't tell you to take your ticket balls out. Okay, I have the X. I have the X-ray up here. I don't need them out. <laughs> I was trying to save you an awkward request. Fine. Okay. I'm the third one in this room for having my balls out. At a Come on in. Yeah, put your dick away. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, doctor, uh, I had an accident. They yeah. fell down. They fell back down. <laughs> Did you not do your Kegel exercises? <laughs> The Magel, the Magel exercises, the male. I Kegel. thought one day would be fine. Oh well, one day isn't fine now. Look at you. I know. Now they're to the ground. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. You here, let me show. Oh, I tripped. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, here. Let's see. We'll get to the operating room. We'll get those. We'll we'll coil those back up. God bless uh, you, doctor. Thank you so much. Do you mind if yeah. I have a little piece of this edible arrangement? I actually think it'd be nice if you did have it. Yeah. Thank you. you yeah. Look, you would not tell the testicles. You know about the testicles, right? What Had them my whole life. Is. Okay. The what? Does it mean you, that the, the, what is the purpose of the male testicle? To make semen so you can. You can say it. To make <laughs> semen so you can. <laughs> they, they, they hang outside. What? Uh-huh. Procreate. procreate. procreate right? Thank okay. you. Why do we have the most important part of our body hanging around, <laughs> knocking around everywhere? Okay. Do you ever have? Because the temperature it's the, it's not as hot. You have to have it that they have to be outside. Of- <laughs> That's what they say. You don't see a mother uh, a mother hen hanging her eggs off hanging <laughs> hanging her eggs off of uh, by by her legs there. No, she's sitting on them, putting putting heat on. Does it? Does that not they, make sense? And made. Hmm? What do you think? How do you think eggs? Do work? you want me to shove your testicles back up into your body or not? Okay? No, I don't. Think, and fix what you got. I don't think that's. I think. I, I think. What about the cancer part? That'll go away. <laughs> you, pro- you if, if your if your balls go. Look how many how many thirteen year old. Children, twelve-year-old, eleven-year-old, ten-year-old boys have testicular cancer. What's the ratio? Zero. Okay. Yes. Okay, right. do it. Okay, that's all I need. <laughs> Cut to me with my uh, partner back at home. Say, well, there's something different. <laughs> I don't think so. Ship I shape. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even have to go through the procedure. No cancer, no surgery, no nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something different about you. (laughs) I don't think so, honey. (laughs) Do I look sexier? We cut to the the doctor's home. Well, we don't got to eat again. We got another edible arrangement. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Yay, Daddy!
All right, Frank. So uh, we got the uh, we got your script. Um, uh, yeah, let me just tell you, um, we like you. We think you're a talented guy. Um, the script a uh, little heavy on the first act. Um, this can't all be. Uh, let's tame it down a little bit. So in your script, the baby is born. Uh, mm-hmm. The husband gets testicular cancer. Right. The wife and the kid get hit um, by a car. The wife breaks their leg. Then the mm-hmm. husband starts chemo. And that's all in the span of four months, you said? <laughs> yeah, about four or five months. And then after that, I start boogie boarding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part I love, by the way. I'm conferencing in from Milwaukee. I just want to say that's right. That. Josh, my I, man from Milwaukee, he gets it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that part. I want to green light that. Well, we <laughs> might. I, I like that. We all like the boogie boarding part. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, what's the boogie issue? boarding? Well, you know, a lot of times this is a common note we give to people who are writing movies. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pack the first act with everything going. It's just not a believable story. Um, no one could be uh, could have that so bad of luck. Maybe I have uh, a fix for this. So in the second okay. act, uh, my whole family dies in a bus accident. Okay. <laughs> Boogie boarding. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting there, brother. You know I am. Okay, okay, That's a third right. act for sure. You know, I've got okay, that competition right. to do. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, I if, if you're worried about the first half being too packed, I can pack the second half with that as well. I think it's just too much no matter what. This would be – if this happened to a friend of mine, I'd be – I'd be uh, ups, uh, upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a boogie so you boarding want me tale. To put- <laughs> What's that? It's a boogie boarding story. It's about you finding right. your kind of sea leg, so to speak, but on the Correct. boogie boarding and when it, so maybe the first act is just something like you couldn't swim or you, you first Well, I couldn't for a while actually. I really couldn't because I was addicted to heroin, so that made it really hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess what we're saying is it just doesn't it feels like uh three movies, but each act is a different movie. Oh, um, I see. <laughs> The boogie boarding's great. The first act might the, be ten movies, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, had, right, right, right. None of that. None of that. None of what happened in the first act caused him to start boogie boarding. Uh huh. I mean, you wrote it. You know it. it in right, the right. Ad, all, all of a sudden, it, it just switches to like an '80s movie, which I love. Uh huh. And he's in. He's in a competition for boogie boarding, but it had nothing to do. Well, how about this? This happened in my actual life. I snuck a uh, aboard a NASA space shuttle uh, for a hot second before I was thrown off, uh, and then I started my own bar. Huh. In the. Where did you start the bar? I'm sorry. I mean, it was it was outside of the bar. It was or outside of the the space shuttle. Space they had kicked me out, and I said, you know what? I got to get my life together. I'm going to start this bar, and there's a whole bunch of crazy cast of characters that come into this bar. Let me tell you, and I could easily uh, okay. fit that into the first act. I'll just throw that in there. That'll fix the movie, right? We should subtract things from the first act. Okay, got it, got it, got it. That but that's sounds all like my journey a, to the boogie that's a true story. That. Bo- <laughs> The the space you you actually snuck aboard a spaceship, correct? That's a whole movie in wow. itself. Oh, but I think we're let's not lose the boogie board stuff. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Yeah, honestly, you know, I mean, that's, that's what we paid for. That's the elevator pitch we that's took. Right. Josh, board. my man, understands. He got he got that Milwaukee air. He gets it. I have never been to a beach, <laughs> so um, I would love a boogie board. That's so rich. I've never seen okay. anything like that. Here's the deal. I'll I'll get rid of all that stuff. I'll just focus on the boogie boarding. 
Okay. Just the boogie boarding and the fact that I become a secret agent during that time where, uh, well, it's not really a secret agent. It's more that the police come to me because I'm in with the boogie boarding community. Uh, and I have to go undercover, uh, for this, uh, this bank heisting ring, uh, that's going on at the same time. See, I have to get in with them. We cut inside the movie uh, to him uh, trying to get in with the bank heist crew. So uh, boogie boarding, huh? Yeah. You know what I'd love to do one day? Rob a bank. And who would you do that with? I don't know. I was thinking uh, maybe you. You don't have a best friend. A talking donkey walks to the movie. I love nachos. (laughs) Billy beer. (laughs) What are you doing over here? Who's this? This is Billy beer. The donkey. My, my life is made by eating nachos and making love. And I am all out of love. (laughs) See, that's something that he says all the time, and we think it's great. So yeah, are you going to rob a there. bank or what? Let me see you do your best friend dance. <laughs> all right, you ready? Steady. <laughs> he sucks the donkey's dick. <laughs> uh, so what do you say? We rob we a bank? They They watch the first cut of the movie. <sighs> There's bear. I literally have no no. Babe, can you watch the kids today? I uh, I've got to watch uh, Jurassic Park two and Jurassic Park three. Um, oh yeah, of course, no problem. Yeah, of course. Great. I. Wait, you're saying two and three? Yeah, I'm going to watch two and three. They were garbage the first time I watched them, but um, I've got (laughs) these edibles are making me rethink some of my (laughs) choices, critics' choices. You know how I write for the LA Times movie reviews. Yes, of course. I'm going to have to rewatch these movies uh, high um, and maybe print some retractions because I got to tell you. I've started to really enjoy some of the things I sort of sneezed at earlier. Okay. Well, I mean, is there any way I can help you? Is there anything else that, that you need that maybe you need to revisit? Well, I mean, if you can get your hands on a KFC double, double, cause I had one of those thought it was garbage. Um, surge. If you can find a surge out there somewhere. Um, yeah. Um, uh, the I director. have Robert Altman's Popeye. Do you want to watch that? <laughs> Will that help any? Robert Altman's Popeye? Yeah. Robert Altman, the director, the very famed director who, who did very good movies, did a Popeye movie. Do you want to watch that? Yeah, I think I should watch that. I'm quite sure I thought that was garbage uh, the first go around. Mm-hmm. But now, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> What is that? Hello? Anyone in here? 
Oh. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? It's your friend from college, Kyle. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Here's a perfect opportunity for you, sweetie. Kyle sucked ass. I was. Remember that? He was so terrible. He was always watching Robert Altman's Popeye. (laughs) We're watching Popeye? Here's your chance, honey. Okay. All right. Kyle? I am's what I am's and I am's what I am's. I am's what I am's. That's the movie. Or is Kyle doing that impression? That's me, baby. He's doing the impression. It's good to to see you, man. You didn't want to hang out. We haven't seen you in like 10 years. Yeah. Since we graduated. Yeah. Um, You always were pissing on my face in college so i <laughs> that's just our dynamic i'm surprised you're still with karen <laughs> well i love karen <laughs> okay <laughs> please don't challenge me in my own home if i love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> whatever anyway okay. you want to watch Popeye? you call you called me dude you yeah, called yeah, me yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's put on Popeye. Let's watch it together. You want to order some food? What do you want? Uh, I'll have whatever. I'll have, I'll have whatever. But I, uh, you have got. I brought over some of those Ding micro Ding dong! Now, what is I am so Charles glad we got those e. different. Cheese. <laughs> Charles E. Cheese pizza delivery. What the fuck, dude? Did you bring? <laughs> How'd you know this is my favorite food? You called me. Yes. Or someone called me. Yeah. I did yeah. that. Honey, I know that you had a bad experience with Charles E. Cheeses in the past. And I thought since you were on this quest that you could use this. Thank you. Uh, honey, I'm wondering if we might be overdoing it out of the gate. Uh... No, no, no. <laughs> I'm here for my sweetums. And I want to support you in everything that you do. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a lot. We got Charles E. Cheese pizza. Oh, he's uh-huh. making himself comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to hang out with people again. I've been breaking quarantine this whole time, but it's nice. Well, that- <laughs> me too, of course. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe in breaking- that stuff. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, I went to a party in the Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Honey, by the way, I booked us uh, a phone party. I hope you don't mind. Oh, a phone party. I've always detested phone parties. I found them to be disgusting. <laughs> You're an but idiot. You might like They're it really now. Fun. <laughs> That's right. I might like it now. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Eat some of this pizza. Oh, it's ice It is cold. boiled onion. <laughs> one boiled onion leek ice cold pizza. I replaced the tomato paste with margarine, not butter, margarine. And the crust is an actual piece of card. <laughs> okay. Yum, yum, yum. Give well, it a second go around. Right. I've got to give this a second go around. So far. What's the matter? You co- I thought we were going to hang. I'm trying to You seem to like hang. you're bummed out. I'm, I am trying to hang. Okay, you know what? I listened to a couple Strokes albums that were still pretty good that I thought were bad. Uh, I revisited um, October Sky. Turns out it was pretty good. Um, so I figured, you know, I got to give some other things uh, another go around now that I'm on these edibles. But 
his pizza's garbage. Charles E. Cheese, <laughs> you're a lunatic. Uh, and Kyle, you've been nothing but rude since you've got here. I'm not uh, rude. Hey, what's going on in here? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Randy. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the Meat Improv. Uh, it was yeah, nice you. seeing you over Zoom. Yeah, it was good <laughs> to see you guys. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, uh, now we'll go around and plug stuff. Um, let's start with you, Frank. What do you got? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Frank Garcia. Hail H-E-J-L. Um, I have two podcasts. Uh, one is called The Canon Canon. And I co-host that with Jeff Garlock. It's where we go through the movies of the Canon Film Group, uh, this awesome uh, film group from the the '80s that released stuff like Death Wish Two, uh, a lot of Chuck Norris movies, oh, cool. uh, John Claude Van Damme, uh, a lot of uh, fun movies like that. And then speaking of Smashing Pumpkins, I actually do host a Smashing Pumpkins podcast uh, with uh, my buddy Pat O'Brien. Uh, this actually came out; the idea came out of uh, my chemo stuff of being like, "Hey, I like these uh, later albums, so I now I want to do a podcast where just." talk about the music of smashing pumpkins with another uh one of my best <laughs> friends who's a really big pumpkins fan it's it's very niche but uh you know uh I, we have fun doing it but it's called the smashing pump cast uh cast spelled k-a-s-t amazing it, it just it just all it wrote itself yeah <laughs> do you get into zwan at all in there we you- will be getting into zwan uh <laughs> Yeah, we will be getting it. Do you know there's like 160 songs? They they released that album that's only like, what, 12 or 14 tracks? But there's like 100 or whatever plus more tracks that did, they didn't get to release. What? <laughs> yeah. <That's> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's insane. Well, awesome. Uh, Josh, what do you got? Oh, man. Uh, you can... <laughs> this is so weird promoting Turn the Corning. It's like, you can't really see me anywhere. Um at Josh Bregas on Twitter, I think we have a Herald show on the 5th of June at 7. Um, but when we get back into the real, real world, you can catch me at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. Cool. Every Monday night. Yeah. I forgot something. Oh, and I'm making, and you'll get my beer in a while. And my, and my beer will be dropping in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. What's it called? <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. I don't know. Jake? Uh, uh, oh, damn it. I had a whole month. Uh, uh, it's going to be called the Allen. I want it to be really classy. The Allen. Way to, way to make him name his beer in two seconds. Uh, I realize I forgot Jake. something. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I, I talked about these podcasts, but then I actually have something coming out that's worth talking about. Um, uh, in June, in June, uh, on Shutter, uh, the horror uh, app, yeah. um, I co-wrote uh, and acted with uh, Noah Segan uh, for a short for this uh, comedy horror uh, um, anthology movie called Scare Package, um, cool. and we have a segment in there, uh, and that's going to be on Shutter in June, and you can oh, that's check awesome. that out. Yeah, it's uh, it was really fun. Uh, yeah, uh, John Gabrus, um, Don Finelli. Um, I'm trying to remember who else uh, who else is in it as well. But uh, it's got a lot of people that you recognize. I feel bad that I'm forgetting names right now because <laughs> I'm kind of spacing. But um, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of cool people in that, and we had a lot of fun making it. Uh, and yeah, it's finally coming out. That's awesome. 
Yep. I love horror shorts. Like VHS and stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, like a, a comedic bit. VHS. Oh, cool. cool. Um, Jake? Uh, you can follow me at Wake Up With Jacob or check out uh, weimprov.org uh, for workshops and shows and all that fun stuff. Um, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter, Josh Simpson on Instagram. I got a video coming out someday soon. It's taken me forever to make. <laughs> um, and it's very stupid. You'll know it when you see it. Uh, um, Meet Improv's on all the platforms. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Improv, where we have an extra bonus episode every week where we talk about improv and where you can get access to our Discord channel and ask Jake and I questions. Um, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meet! The Meet! Improv.